Welcome to the Release Your Blocks podcast. I am your host, Victoria Bond. I am a spiritual empowerment coach. I help teach others to show up to their potency so they can fulfill their mission here on earth. I'm so glad you are here. And if you are interested in becoming a medium, if you're interested in becoming a life coach, or if you're interested in shifting your life from the 3D to live more in the 5D reality, then check me out, book a clarity call, and let's get chatting. So Melissa Love is like a soul branding expert so she'll be able to introduce herself um she's just had a recent change in her name so I'm not 100% <laughs> sure um but I know her essence of what she does because she actually was coached by the same coach as me for a while so we're actually in the same group which was really cool and then in that group we were like oh my god we're like so both super intuitive we're both like a mediums and we do all these different things and they were very similar but we've also we have both have a business aspect of it where we wanted to both bring our spiritual alignment and our business because our job is to get you guys out there <laughs> as light workers. It's kind of a part of both of our missions. Um, and yeah, I instantly had a connection with Melissa. I was like, whoa, you, you're like me. So I actually reached out to her. That was like probably a year and a half ago, I think, Melissa. So um, yeah, it was a little while ago. So I, I reached out to Melissa and I said, hey, can you come and do a session for my practitioners? Because we are all about the spiritual woo-woo, the energy, the practical, the mindset. And of course, you know, that practical um, action steps for business because we can have all the energy that we want and we know that 80% is mindset and um, and kind of spiritual alignment, but we need that 20%. So people go, whoa, your branding is the shiz. And, you know, I'm sure Melissa's going to go into some of the reasons why it's kind of important to have good branding. Um, so yeah, um, welcome, Melissa. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you so much for being here. Yes, no, I've been on a I've been on the recent journey of merging my two worlds. <clears throat> pretty much. Yeah, and I remember seeing you do that. So that's when I reached out a few weeks ago and I was like, so I remember you doing this and this and this and this. How'd you go? And you're like, yeah, well, I'm soulful branding now. I think it's is it soulful branding? Creating brand magic. Okay. So is my tagline. <laughs> same, yeah. same. Yeah, yeah. Creating brand Soulfully magic. aligned branding essentially her job is to work with entrepreneurs um, to get their branding right <laughs> it is pretty much it is pretty much what I do I don't stick to a set structure I'm very much about tuning in and feeling what your business needs so there's there's a mix between what the tech and the strategy side of things come into it but then also what core beliefs, and an essence of you come into it as well. I'm sort of, yes, you, you, there's certain colors for certain things, but I'm also open to going outside the square of that, depending on a person and their individual needs and what they need to attract their soul vibe or, or clients to them. Because it needs to be aligned to you in order for your clients to come into you. So I've sort of switched in that a lot of people, yes, you need to have an aspect of it's not always necessarily what you like, but it's also needs to align with you. 
and what you are and what you represent, regardless of whether you're a this or you're a that, whatever industry, like, you know, most industries you see social media and those sort of outlets are blue. But if mm. that doesn't match your your vibe, it's still not going to pull in the right people. So it needs to draw in the people to you. So I'm not set in this is for this and this is for this. Right. Can we talk a little bit about colours? I know that with colours, like colours, I've been very aware. I don't know what I listen to, but I know, you know, like red is like action fast and yellow is kind of like attraction, like, you know, McDonald's and all the different colours and stuff like that. So how do you... Greens are calming and your purples and those darker colours are seen as majestic and affluent and um, that's your your typical spiritual colour is purple. So it's more those royal sort of things. And then black is sort of elegant, but it can also have the reverse. But I'm not sort of one to stick a label on what colour. Like recently I I had a branding session with somebody, which I do quite intuitively. I I pull out my archetype cards and I pull out different tarot cards and I'll pull out to work out where you you sit. So one lady is a, a Facebook group manager and I work very intuitively and all I kept getting was red poppies, poppies everywhere. And I'm like, there's something about this. I said, yes, you're a social media manager or, or a Facebook group manager, but that doesn't, need to, doesn't mean that you need to be in those stereotypical colours or look because at the end of the day, you want to draw in your ideal client, not everyone. And I was sort of feeling the oranges and those earthy green colours. And she said that she's very connected to those sorts of colours. And also that um, poppies actually had a very uh, significant personal thing for her. So there's ways of mixing that in depending on what you are looking for. I think you always need to have some sort of personal element in Mm. your branding because that ties your energy to it as well as other aspects that also then help draw in your ideal client if that makes sense Mm. and I love what you said about black before as well because I do for you know for my practitioners a lot of them are doing their own graphics so of course you know their next step would be hiring a a branding consultant like you Um, and I know you know for me as well um, really I have I have a big team around me that works on this and I'm constantly shifting and moving it to find that perfect branding but I'm a different person to who I was six months ago like I'm totally different so the photo shoot I just had it looks totally different it's very more it's a lot more spiritual rather than boss babe so it's kind of different energy so bringing in those different elements is huge but with the black um, black can be quite harsh so I've actually said um, you know to to my ladies I'm like hey you guys like if you have bold black amongst your graphics, sometimes it's a little bit like, whoa, it's kind of quite strong. So I suppose you can play with the fonts to like soften it out and play with different things like yeah. that. I would not say use black as a core core color mm. because it is very strong unless you're going to have some sort of bright color to make things pop mm-hmm. because with any sort of imagery, You want to have, firstly, you want to keep it clean and simple, but you also want to have an eye drawing spot. So the reason you don't want to have, you know, keep a lot of white, what I call white space um, around so that 
people's eyes aren't drawn to too many different areas. You want them to go straight to one point um, and, and sticking. Huh. Biggest thing with graphics and design is even if you can't get your branding done yet, take the time to sit down and work out your colours and your fonts and maybe the types of images you're looking for. They don't have to be the same colours, but you'll find that your images will, will have a, a same sort of vibe to them as you sort of go throughout. Rather than getting onto, say, something like Canva and going down a graphic rabbit hole, have your colours there and you know what fonts you're using then you're not going to go, oh, look, shiny, pretty. Oh, that's a nice font. Uh, oh, yeah. that's a pretty color. Oh, I'll just try this and I'll use this. That's and you me. That is me. That's why I get someone else to social, do it. <laughs> you end up posting on social media a whole lot of, they could be beautiful graphics, but they all turn out so different that people don't end up knowing who you are. Yeah, because they're not totally. consistent. So you need to have that consistency in, in how your images look. You're better off having just something very plain to begin with, even if it's not elaborate. Mm -hmm. That's the same that you go, all right, set yourself up a, a template, a quote template in Canva and mm -hmm. use that one template for all your quotes. Yeah, yeah. And that's what I, what, that's what I teach these guys It's like, you know, having a, having that template and adding things in. and Because what I used to do was exactly that. I was like, I don't want to be boring. My worst nightmare is to be boring towards someone, like for someone, especially, you know, as a person. So everything I did was different. And I'm talking about a few years ago. And no one could recognize me. And it wasn't until someone said, look, three colors, three fonts. Um, my, my actual copywriter was the first person who told me that. And then, of course, Donna who was our coach, she went into that type of branding as well. So that's what I say is like, you know, I like three colors, three fonts typically, and I do branch away. I don't like boxes, so I don't stick in the box. No, you don't need to be boxed in, but it's about keeping it consistent most of the time. Mm -hmm. I, I saw I saw Leah having a little giggle. Yeah, she's done it. Because it is. Me as a graphic designer. I mean, hello. I'm, you know, I get distracted by pretty things all the time. Mm, mm. You know, don't take me into office works or <laughs> those places, you know. So I've been there and done that. I know it exactly because you go, oh, that's really nice. But it's sort of like, all right, sit back. Does mm. that fit my brand? Does that mm. represent me? And you'll, you'll find a style. Like that's one of the things in that guide I mentioned. Do yourself a mood board yeah play around with ideas just to get that feeling um, yeah because what you think you might want actually once you do the research it's like building a house or um, putting your clothes together you know you buy clothes online and then you put them on and go damn that doesn't look good <laughs> and it's like what is the essence of you and I recently um we did a training on the disc with the different personality profiles and stuff and I know and I know you've been through that Melissa as well and I'm pretty sure you have but anyway the um oh, Donna yeah parts of it with the different personalities and things I'm very dominant so when I'm turning up as um you know parts of me but not ideally what I am then it's giving an illusion of who I really am when I'm all soft and like hi I'm Victoria people have a session with me and they get really taken back and go whoa you're pretty intense I'm like oh didn't you know I fucking swear like you know because it's about <laughs> showing like I'm just me and I and 
unapologetically, which means online I have to show that I am this kind of kick-ass person who doesn't mind swearing, who shows up to be who I am. And it can be quite intimidating when I'm showing up as this energy that I'm not. It can be intimidating for other people. So that was a pretty big thing in my branding as well. Yeah, so I think that that's the thing. You need to have the energy because there's no point you, for instance, for yourself, drawing in clients that are meek and quiet and things like that unless they're willing to shift. So mm. your branding doesn't want to be that way. Exactly. exactly. I mean, my branding is quite spiritual now. Um but I've got all sorts of elements that I, I basically created my logo based on me mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and what I wanted to, because I'm my own ideal client. Yeah. At the so end of the day. Going um, into that, going into that as well, because a lot of the people that work with me, the practitioners, they've done 10 modalities. They're highly gifted, highly intelligent highly trained um entrepreneurs practitioners coaches and you know some of them do kind of go well I've, I've got a few different niches I'm working with you know a b and c um and what am I supposed to you know how am I supposed to do this branding where do I begin so you say a mood board um but going right back to the basics what are some of those key elements that you'd recommend like with the fonts and the colors um if they wanted to actually get started for fonts and colors is well in that brand guide I've got a thing and, and and it's a pretty I mean at the end of the day there's so much to branding you need to know who your clients are mm-hmm. who you're going who they're serving um, what you're offering all of those things and then you need to build those words of well what does my business stand for what are the core values of my business the words that encompass what it is, your brand. I mean, that's one of the reasons why I have I have a list of questions there to say, well, if your brand was a food, what would it be? If your brand was a car, what would it be? Just to make you think outside the square. One of my, I, I put a, a, a post up about it somewhere. And one of the things I said is I, as a food, is akin to surprise is what I Ooh. put down my brand as as one of my foods would be akin to surprise because it's sweet and delectable, but it's holding a sacred space for something that's magical inside. And you don't know what that is until you open it. So it just gives you different ways to think about your brand. So mm-hmm. that's what I mean by feel. The more you get clear on those little bits and pieces then you can think about your fonts and your colors mm-hmm. <clears throat> I mean start by making a list of all the colors that you like and looking at the fonts that you like and narrow them down first thing I would say is try and keep it a readable font have you can have fancy fonts but you need to have a, a combination you don't want to have any of your copy in fancy fonts so typically you want three three different fonts, your main font, uh, a subheading type font, and an everyday copy font are your main ones. And your logo, your logo fonts may not necessarily be some of those fonts. They may not necessarily be in your logo. 
Yeah, because it gets busy, eh? Like I noticed I used to be that busy person who had like tons of emojis and I don't want to be boring. So that fear of being boring again. So I just like, and I remember one of my coaches, Ayrton, saying to me, like on one of my beta posts, like a sales post basically um, with a call to action. And he goes, I'm just so distracted looking at this. I can't even read the words. So I make sure I had to put the spaces and I made it cleaner. And one thing I've noticed as well is some people get the app where they can have the fancy fonts within their posts. And I love that idea because you can actually do that. I don't even know what app it is. I haven't chosen Not it. Sure what uh, so I've, I, I predominantly use Canva. Yeah, well, this is like different. This is something that you can have on Facebook. So you can actually do fancy fonts within the posts. But oh. I have never done that because I know I get too busy. And I, being dyslexic, mildly dyslexic, I can't look at busy. I can't read busy. So I've actually had to coach people with my one-to-one clients and say, hey, look, um, I love what you're doing. It's so damn pretty. But I don't know what you're saying because you've got five different fonts within the one post and it just gets complicated. It takes away uh, the actual message where there's nothing better than getting an email or reading a post that is so basic, so simplistic and has such a strong message as well. And I think that kind of you kind of want your branding to have that as well. I think any copy, the main copy on any post needs to be a really easy readable font like an open sans or an avenir or uh, any of those sorts of depending on what you you are drawn to and what you like mm -hmm. um there's one that's called glacial indifference that i use a lot um you need your main copy to be readable mm -hmm. if you want a heading that can be fancy but your main copy needs to be readable because yeah. if people can't read it one either <laughs> there's some doozy design things like some of the the fonts that people use when you read them the words don't really quite look like the actual word if that mm -hmm. makes sense like they can be misinterpreted if people are trying to read through things quickly because a lot of people now just scroll yep. really quickly when they're looking wow. at social media so if your writing's not clear they're not going to stop and read it or they might miss read something if it's in one of those really fancy cursive fonts it does happen some words that if you're not careful with <laughs> you're running writing can be definitely misinterpreted <laughs> at least people will stop and go what you know some this attention is, is good attention <laughs> um so one thing i wanted to ask you um since we're you know graphic designer in our in our hands right now is um I know a lot, lot of what I'm bringing into my practitioner group at the moment or what is coming is actually creating lead magnets. Now, I have done a lot. I just get my virtual assistant. So I do a lot of outsourcing. Um, but I get my virtual assistant to create things. I pay graphic designers to create things where I do PDFs. So I'm in the process of putting together another PDF myself. And it's going to be a spiritual one, a mediumship one. So what are your tips on like the beautiful PDF you gave us now? What are your tips? Because, you know, all of my, everybody that's working with me now are kind of ready to go, right, it's lead magnet time. <laughs> let's get some emails. Let's get some people interested to know what we're all about. So yeah, I'd love to hear about. Um, my lead magnet was completely created in Canva. Mm -hmm. um, so if you can set, you can set yourselves up templates. Same, same thing goes with that is keeping it simple and having your different steps. I actually have 
<laughs> talking about that i have a module on setting up a lead magnet and oh, different questions it. that you can ask yourself um which goes through um what's your client's biggest pain points what do they need to know and then it allow, gives you the, the points for you to be able to go A, B, C, D. Here's your five tips to da-da-da-da-da. Just mm -hmm. a short one-pager. The other thing with, I mean, this isn't design, but thinking about stuff that's, which you would have discussed as well is, is about things that are going to be of value that people are going to want to download. Like one of my, and I still have it, is, is one on smudging and energy clearing, like smudging your workspace. Think different ways. So, but from a, from a design point, it's the same thing, keeping it clear, systematic. You can always use a diagram if you wanted to, just mm -hmm. a simple um, infographic if you need that sort of help. But I would just have it step by step by step by step with your colours, your fonts and your branding so that it keeps it all aligned once you've chosen those colours. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that answers your question. Yeah, no, that's good. I just know from a, um, a graphic design point of view as well, like how, how it looks like. One thing that I've noticed is I always say to my VA when she goes to make me um, PDFs for any of my programs is she'll put like a picture of me on there. I like putting a lot of pictures of myself on there because then people instantly recognize it. So that is really easy for me. And I have photo shoots all the time. Um, but she'll put the picture on. It's so saturated with color. I know if anyone doesn't have, you know, the flash kind of high ink kind of printer, it's going to use all of their stuff. So I always go turn it down. And I love that um, on Canva is you can turn down that saturation. So yeah, you can, people you can change down the transparency as well. Yes, yeah, so you do need to have the information about yourself on there. My mm. one doesn't. I'm in the middle of reworking mine myself. So it was <laughs> part of a module for my business builder. Mm -hmm. toolbox thing that I was doing so you're having that sort of information but I think you need to keep it simple mm. you still don't because at the end of the day a short sharp one pager downloadable which is probably what you want to start with you don't want it to be overwhelming visually mm. you're better off to have it less is more um, especially when you begin because you want you want your information to do the talking yeah, absolutely. And one of the things that I noticed is, you know, it was only five years ago, I didn't know what the chakra system was because I was brought up religious. So why would I know what the chakra system is? Now, you know, I'm, a, I'm doing, I've done Reiki, I do all of that type of stuff. It's quite a big thing in my life. But for me to do a PDF saying, this is what the chakra system is, A, B, C, D, you know, and basically say, this is how to align your chakras, for, for instance. I would think, oh God, that is so damn basic. No one's going to want that. But the truth is the PDF that we want to create for the lead magnet um, to give to people as a little freebie, which definitely is a full hook, line and sinker for some people. They're like, whoa. It's just um, that first step. Yeah. And I mean, they're not going to know these things or they're going to say, that's a great reminder. I just wanted that. So I think sometimes as coaches and practitioners, we want to, show them something amazing but we do go into overloading and giving them too much and chunking them out so going so basic um, even if they do know the stuff it's a great little reminder so that's what I keep reminding myself and, and dumbing it right down pretty much 
Yeah, because I didn't know what their tracker system was. I've done it when I was I was doing trying to do my my little course that I was doing. I'm like, I feel like I'm surely these tiny tinsy little tidbits that I'm, you know, breaking it down to every little tiny step, breaking it down by down by down. And they're like, it's fantastic because we need to know that little tiny bit by bit by bit. So you don't want to give them a whole system in one go. Mm. You just want to sort of, you know, if you wanted to, you could, you could do like you're saying with your chakras, you could do a mini downloadable series rather than in bite-sized chunks, rather than giving them one big document all in one go. Yeah, absolutely. And I have been a person that has done a lot of chunking people out over the years. I'm not going to lie because I'm like, I know something. I'm going to share it all with you right now because I want to tell you every single tiny little thing. And that's like, whoa, stop. And <laughs> so I did that myself. I've done it in that brand guide. Like I know that that's my current freebie and I know I need to chunk it down. Yeah, because there's so much value in it. You know, it's basically taking you from A to Z of this is what you need to do already, as well as it, it is a bit of a shortcut for me because then people have already filled out or looked at that document before they come to me. Yeah, clever, clever, Melissa, clever. <laughs> but it's a bit of both. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. So. Yeah. So, what else? What are some of the what are the, some of the things? Like, I know you do things, and this is why I really want to talk to you as well. I'm bringing in this group is, you know, I do believe the spiritual connection and the the energetic, you know, spiritual and the practical are all a part of it. So, um, yeah. What is do you would you recommend people if they were going to start doing their own branding before they got a branding expert like yourself to meditate on this type of stuff? Tune in and just sort of see what comes through pull cards that's what i have done i've got um i've got these cards mm -hmm. color cards but you can find similar things online chakra cards similar. i've got yeah. the inner chakra ones the inner seagull yeah so these yeah. are the the language of color ones pull yourself if whatever oracle cards you've got mm. if you've got tarot use the major arcana mm -hmm. chuck out the rest because some of them aren't that usable but the major arcana bar i think it's the hangman uh, death and there's something else i'm just looking at my cheat sheet because i've just been learning about <laughs> tarot are all archetypes uh -huh. delve into some of the archetypes around what your business is that will give you a sense of what your brand should look like mm. so if you if you pull yourself the magician or you pull yourself whether it's the other one i've got is the caroline miss archetype cards pulling those and go oh does that archetype sit with me is that part of so all of that so you know some of your stuff that you're talking about about the what are the other ones that you were talking about the not archetypes the how you, you oh, dominate all of those things as well like that comes into it well there's the birds like there's all the different types of personality i know um tara <laughs> think about the birds uh, like if you're a bird what bird would you be um and see, so i'm really into those elements that you can bring in and yeah. sit with that and then like the magician okay so if i'm a magician and i feel that what would that look like and you can do that through meditation and just tuning in and asking questions and asking for signs mm. and just being open to listening 
Yeah, exactly. And, and what not, are your signs? And not thinking it's silly. Don't go, oh, and dismiss something. Write it down. Mm. Walk away and come back to it later. Mm. I mean, that's one of the learnings. Like I, when I, I've been on branding calls where I do the clarity calls and I'll be like, this is going to sound really strange, but like the one with the poppies. I'm like, I'm getting poppies. Mm. Why am I feeling like your branding needs to have some sort of element of poppies in it somewhere? So you're kind of reading them at the same. And I think this is a great training, actually, in the fact that whether you're a graphic designer, whether you're into nutrition, whether you're a, a practitioner or a life coach, whatever you are, like whatever you're doing, whatever your niche is, we do read people. Like we, we really do. We read people intuitively. But just because we don't say, because I've obviously got magnificent mediumship, which is one of my signature programs. And it's hilarious because... It's like, I don't care what you do for a job. Magnificent mediumship will help you read everything in life because we are these intuitive beings and we, we kind of go into our heads sometimes. So I love that you're bringing this into branding and making that a thing. It's like, I know for me, mermaids are really big and shells and beaches and, um, you know, feathers are huge and butterflies, but they're all very feminine flow. And I'm quite strong in my message. So it's actually having I those things. Yeah, it's softening. So I'm strong within my colors and stuff and my name, like Halo Healing, because like that, that's quite a, it's kind of a, not a heavy name, but it's kind of a strong name, really. Victoria Bond, like that's kind of a strong name, really, if you think about it. And then, so bringing in feathers and dandelions and stuff like that just softens that stuff as well. So yeah. So, kind of, mm -hmm. but you can also find ways of, or elements that, have that soft aspect but are also strong in nature so if you yeah. look at like like your butterflies for instance it, it's a it's a life cycle but look at where they start and what they have to go through to become that mm -hmm. so it's a matter of thinking outside the square so that's where I'm a bit different to a degree you know using letters with your logos looking at ways that you can incorporate a symbol like a, another branding that I'm doing for somebody at the moment, um, she's actually like, she goes, I swear your, your, my grandmother is working through you. Yes, those colours are perfect. Yes, this is this. And she's setting up her own psychic medium, like uh, to be a reader. Mm -hmm. And hers is called Dorothy Grace, I think. So, and it's based on her grandmother. Mm -hmm. And all I kept getting was old world. That sort of, and I've said not not like as in old world, but classic mix of, even though she was advanced for her time, it's still that old world feel. So that real, I got the purple, but I also got the greens, those real grounding, grounded energy, nurturing, but then playing with the elements. And that was the same thing. I said, it's everything about butterflies. Is there a thing about, she goes, yes, yes, butterflies, birds, that sort of thing, or dragonflies. And I went, ah, and then play on that. Mm. So you can use that. So, for instance, I've created, we've created, well, I've created a symbol that makes the butterfly for the D and the G, making just that, the you know, the outline. So it's thinking outside the square and seeing how it relates to you mm. yeah that is so cool 
I think it's just kind of, yeah, sitting with it, allowing it to kind of land. Um, and one thing I've noticed as well is I had quite strong greens and purples because clearly I like strong colors and I wanted to be bold. But then I realized as I was, as I'm changing and stuff that I sometimes want it to be softer, not just bold, because I don't want to be in people's faces. There's different, you know, facets of me as well. So what I just did is I actually turned down the color. So I use exactly the same color, but it's just turn it down so it's softer. Yeah, so, so you can do different, I suggest sort of up to five colors. Mm. You have your two primary colors and then you have complementary or your secondary colors. So your two primary brand colors and then you sort of have a, a branch off from that, whether it's different tones of those colors, mm -hmm. um, usually sort of five, but you can have more. If they're within that that color palette, I wouldn't go five completely different complement unless unless your brand's rainbow. Yeah, I was just saying a rainbow when you said that. I was like, yeah, then you're a rainbow, and sometimes that's okay. Uh, yeah, well, like I use rainbow aspects in my branding from time to time because it's part of who I am. Because I I I like to have that real mystical sort of look because I want to draw those people in. So there's no point having something that's being a graphic designer. People go, okay, graphic design. But the main way for me to set myself apart is by having that real focus on very whimsical, very mm -hmm. sort of space so that I do draw in those clients because, you know, my clients are coaches, healers, and holistic health people. I'm not going to get the blue collar who's going, hey, yeah, I'm no, a lawyer. Exactly. Can you do this? You'd be like, Sure. Do you want to add some angel wings in there? That's <laughs> no, right. You like, that. I can do that work, <laughs> mm. but it's not something I enjoy. Mm. One thing so, I also notice as well, this this may help people, is when we're on Instagram, um, when you when you're following like a entrepreneur and you look at their Instagram and you 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 you, you know kind of like swipe, you know, you're swiping and you're you're stalking them basically <laughs> to see what they have to offer you'll notice that there's a really cool pattern in there and you'll notice that the branding all looks similar but can change around a little bit. And so what I did was I went through all my branding and I, I went through literally um, and critic, not critically, but I looked at mine and went, okay, cool. Is this kind of matching? Is this looking good? What is going on here? And I went, you know what? It's not. And it's not looking like these other ones that are quite professional. I don't want to look like anybody else. But I do notice that these million dollar coaches have kind of got a little bit of consistency within if you're scrolling. So I was like, oh, I really love that. So I just sent a couple of screenshots to my VA and said, I want things to flow. So when people come to go, what is who is Victoria Bond and what is she about? And they're going through my Instagram, checking it out, because that's what everybody does, that it actually flows. And I've noticed in the last few months, it looks so much better because of course I've got the template here and then a post here um, I'm taking out some of the photos and putting in my new type of energy of my photos because I had like long dark hair then I went to pink hair now I'm blonde it was you know all the different things and I like being that kind of energy of different energy but I want people to recognize me for where I'm at so how do we just like Leah said like she changes her branding and she's a managing in the human design so she doesn't want to be put in a box and stay in a box for too long. So how do you kind of work with that energy of someone who likes to play with a few different boxes and 
transform a bit. I think if you've got the core essence, the core essence of your brand really is never going to change. Right. Mm-hmm. What your business stands for and how you want people to feel or the words that you know associate with that, it's never going to change. Your core is always going to be there. You always go. I mean, I've rebranded myself numerous times. Like the branding on that is my old branding. But you can bring in elements. So even if you want to rebrand, you've got to you got to remember to bring in elements from the old that still trend, because you trend. find that the core essence is is doesn't change. So there's always going to be elements from whatever you're using brand wise mm-hmm. that's the same. Like that branding has a cat on it. My new branding also has a cat on it, but it looks completely different. It's got the same cat, just <laughs> just zhuzhed up a bit and changed color. So I've still kept those those elements and brought yeah. them across. So now my branding's predominantly gold, and it's using more of the blues, whereas that's pink and purple. So mm-hmm. I've changed my color. I've even changed my entire logo, but. And, and you play around with things as you go along. What works, don't be what, scared, what, what doesn't play. hit. Don't be scared of playing, really. No, because... you need to play because each version that you put out is it going to attract or is further along to attract the people that you want to attract. Do you test? Do Because I know I'm always talking about testing different posts to see you know how much engagement you get. Do you test with any type of photos or pictures or branding? I just or play do... around. I don't specifically test I just sort of play mm. with make what, it fun make it yeah you've got to make it fun because that energy goes into your work I'm getting all excited just thinking about my brand right now like I'm like, like that's amazing that's a good one fun but and keep it on brand yeah like I love I, what you said about adding things in like I've just started adding a little bit of golden because I'm not really purple and green anymore I want to like change a little bit still a bit transition of it over yeah transition so i've been adding a little bit of gold and a little bit more starry stuff and i know um tara who's on this call she she's rebranding a lot of these guys are rebranding because they're actually going what is this core essence of my business that i'm having and we've got mediums in here we've got coaches we've got practitioners we've got all sorts of juicy kind of you know niches going on and um, yeah it's like how does this feel and playing with it constantly going what do you guys think as well so yeah and you do yeah. you do need to play around with it to get it right and then you'll find you'll stick with it for a while and then you up level and you feel like you need to change it mm-hmm. the amount of times I've changed my branding it probably doesn't help that and it is much harder doing your own yeah I've decided um and that's okay to upgrade and evolve because with each um revision i suppose you're getting clearer on on who you're serving exactly and And each time we pivot pivot all the time as entrepreneurs we pivot and you can't help it because you go i love that so much i'm going to do that again oh that turned into this that was good oh this has happened over here and then you're like Whoa, my branding from three years, I was mum's time to shine three years ago. I was teaching mums how to, um, going through spiritual awakenings. Um, and even my one-to-one client the other day, he said to me, whoa, you've changed a lot in a year, the way you coach. I'm like, have I? Because we don't see it. No. So it's so interesting. And I think, 
Yeah, but I think, I think also, the one yeah. thing is you realize is that your core and your core of your brand is never going to change. That and my core essence is never going to change. Because I know there's a lot of spiritual people out there, me included. So my niche is people are a little bit scared of coming out of who they truly are because it's of owning it. Exactly. And it's not until you truly own it that people are actually going to be drawn, your ideal people are going to be drawn into your world. Mm -hmm. It wasn't until I really owned what I did, which is not that long ago. Mm -hmm. I'm talking, I've rebranded myself in the last little bit. Um, and it wasn't until I really owned who I was and went, no, nah, I don't want to work with these, these, these other people. It's not my, it's not my thing. And embraced who I really was. I mean, I was doing VA work myself as well as doing the branding stuff. So I've really just stepped into that space of branding only mm -hmm. and not being scared to put out those sparkly, whimsical images because mm. it's who I am. Yeah, and sometimes we don't it's want to seem me. like we're too woo-woo, don't we? And yeah. I know that's a lot of a lot of people that work with me, including myself. It's like my husband said to me recently, I love him so much, but I do light language. And I did light language on my spirit. I've got a few smiles up there and the little faces. Um, and I did it on my spiritually aligned group. And I was like, sorry, guys, it's just, I've done it in, in this group as well. I just, just done light language, just, just come through. And it's only really just landed where I'm feeling okay owning that to public. Like it was more like just doing it in my paid groups. And now I'm actually doing it everywhere. My husband goes, I think you might've just scared people away because a couple of people canceled out of my, my spiritually aligned group. And I said, I don't think so. Like, and if I scare people. them away with that, then they're not ready for that. And that's okay. And I'd much rather having aligned people. So owning that was big for me to, because talking in a different language, like, I mean, it's, it seems crazy in this reality, like talking in tongues, like people language. like, what the Love hell are it. you doing? Yeah, it's so good. But owning that, sometimes owning that core essence of who we are is the hardest thing to do because if someone disses us or puts us down for that particular thing, we know it's going to hurt the most. So it's so, you know, bringing your mystical stuff in for a graphic designer, like that is kind of big because you're like, like graphic designers don't typically have all of what you're offering and that's what makes you different. So I love it. Yeah. So I think it is. It it's And that's why you do evolve with your branding. The more you you step into who you are, and not afraid to be who you are, it's going to change. And your niche changes because you are drawing in those ideal clients through your visuals. And that's what it is. I mean, I work from a perspective of your branding in some ways is a form of code. Mm. That's the way I look at it. And it's the way I look at it more so now. I mean, I look at my branding and it's got all the different elements. It's got the, it's got the four, it's got the four elements. It's got earth, air, fire, water, the, the triangles. It's got, you know, all sorts of different things in there. And my cat or a cat in the middle. So in essence, it's like a symbol. And I found the more I've embraced it and I've rebranded and it's something that sits really good with me, then I'm calling in my, my soul clients. Oh, that's beautiful. Congrat I want to congratulate you for that. 
I really want to just take a moment to acknowledge that because Melissa, that is fantastic. Well done. Stepping stepping into who I am. Yeah. And we're going to keep doing that, aren't we? So why would our branding stay the same for 10 years when we're in the digital world? Um, And one thing I was just thinking, actually, this kind of just channeled through, I was thinking, I've got a lot of people that are super intuitive. Everyone that works with me is intuitive. (laughs) I can't lie, they are. And um, I was thinking, how cool would it be to actually sit in a meditation? Like if someone was going to work with you, right? And if they downloaded their own symbol, like their light code, and then said, hey, Melissa, you know, this is my life. Would you do something like that? Where you, you go through, obviously, all the branding um, steps. And then if someone was saying to you, like a branding call, and they said, this is actually my channel. Like you said, the, the, the triangles and stuff. Imagine if someone had like a light code and they wanted that to be in their branding. Yeah, How and if, if, something cool did, if something did light language symbology, like they're all unique. This, I mean, you look at people who have had the tattoos done yeah. of the 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 different Victoria Prinny, she does that in Australia. So you know, if there's something that really resonates, why not use a part of something like that? That's a powerful symbol mm-hmm. that anchors you to the work that you do um, in your branding. It's bringing elements of you. It's aligning. To me, your brand is aligning you, your business, and your clients so that you're all aligned, mm-hmm. so that you're drawing in the people that you want to work with. Oh, this is so damn exciting. I just want and you to do you my branding right now. <laughs> can I rebrand right now? <laughs> you can rebrand. So it, it, that's what it's about. It's aligning It's aligning the core soul essence of you, mm-hmm. what your business represents, and then who your clients are, because that's what it is. You are your business. Your business and you are not separate. Yes, they might, What you whether, whether you're a coach, whether you're a um, healer, whether you're, a, you know, a, a, have a shop or you are a door-to-door salesperson. Your business and then your personality need to align. Mm-hmm. If they're not aligning, whether or not you're a salesperson, you can be a salesperson, but unless your energy, your brand essence aligns with what your business is and you personally, there's never going to be, there's always going to be a mismatch. Yeah. Because that's what actually, you're putting out energetically, so what you're putting out energetically and what you're putting out visually is not a match. No matter how much, you know, you like, yet yeah, all social media is blue or I'm in marketing, so I'm going to use the blues and that's it's stereotypical marketing that's what it is marketing um you know sales is also another one that's sort of bluish then you've got your you know your greens that people say oh you know it's health based it's this based it's that based i I need to use green because that's what associates yes there is those connotations but if it doesn't align with you energetically and you're putting all this material out in those colors same as your writing I've, I've learned, yes, you need to have a structure to your writing, sure, but don't overthink the structure. It's the same thing. If you're going, okay, this is what it is, if this is you, blah, 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 and you're overthinking it and you're thinking, yes, you've got to have strategy, but if you're overthinking it and you're writing it and then you're putting it out and you get crickets, it's because it's not energetically aligned. You're better off. An hour doing a post and then no one read it. writing something. 
regardless yeah. of whether it's strategic or not until you get a feel mm-hmm. and then maybe so interesting and i find um i've been sending out a few emails lately and it was real hard for me because being dyslexic sitting down doing structured emails worst nightmare it is a not a victoria thing i'm just a can i push play and talk and um so what i did is i just got otter and after like which is something i'll do like after this right like if i was going to do a podcast i'll just talk into it boom edit it there's my show notes because i want it to look like how i talk so the ones where i'm just riffing into my otter and then i go through and obviously have to edit it because words come out wrong and stuff send it off to my tech team they put it out there and i'm getting tons of people going oh my god that resonated with me i loved it i loved it i loved it but when I was trying to do the emails and be clever and fit into the structure, I know I need to talk about their pain points because obviously I want to help them. I know that I've got a story that can help them. So obviously I'm going to talk about that and then I'm going to give them tips and tricks on how to do it. So that's the only way I do it because otherwise I get chunked out. I get overwhelmed. I give up. And if I do make it through that email for a whole hour, no one says anything and then I get gutted. So I've learned that I'm here to do it and if the energy is not aligned like I slept for two and a half hours today and I went and had a bath before because I've had a big weekend so I want to come back to me I can't do content today so same with branding I wouldn't go in and go what do I want my branding to be like I'd be like bath and nap (laughs) you know feel good and nice and smelling good now I look at my branding so I think being in the energy and preparing yourself is huge that's right so I think being aligned and and because if you're not feeling it and you're putting it out there just because this is what you've been told to do, mm. it will never land. So learn the structure and then break the rules. And that's what I do. And that's what I've done with when Donna taught us as well. And then I obviously teach how to do engagement posts, statement posts, value posts, all those different things and the fonts and the colors. And I go, wow, if you want five colors, do five colors. If you want two, do two. This is what I did. And then I went and broke my own rules. So here's a structure, you know, now make it your own. Yeah, basically, yeah. Structure of the house and make it pretty. Maybe it's going to be a bit woo-woo for some, or maybe I'm going to be too direct for some. Maybe I'm going to fucking swear and some people aren't going to like it, whatever. But it's really important for everybody to go, okay, this is me. And that means I'm not hiding in a group. I'm not hiding anywhere. And that was a bit like you, Melissa. You had to go, okay, I'm doing this. Now I've got to step up and step out. Whoa. And like, I've done the same. It's a little bit scary, but it's so important to own it. So it says, don't back down, stand up for what you believe is right. And I just see that energy um, as she's just (laughs) literally, she's just owning it. So I love the colors. Yeah. And that's what actually branding is all about. Not what you think people want to see from you what you want to show, trusting that people will drop off. Someone dropped off for me last week. How you want them to feel. Yeah, exactly. And like someone dropped off and said, I've decided not to have a call with you. And I went, okay, no worries. Thank you. And I felt so expansive and grateful that I didn't waste my time and she didn't go through a call because it wasn't singing in her soul. So I even felt grateful for that. So I think we have to take the yeses and the celebrations and then celebrate the no's as well. Because every person, I did a post um, calling all light workers, da, 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 the other day. It was actually an email and 10 people unsubscribed. 
And I said, good. I'm so grateful that they unsubscribed because I want the people that are in my, my, like in my area and my group, all my clients to be like, hell yeses, like soul clients. I don't want people who are just like, oh, she's getting a bit too woo-woo here. I want them to go, hell yes, bring on the woo-woo. So it's kind of like, and that's scary. That really is scary to actually go. It's okay that people drop off. It is okay that people unsubscribe. It is okay. There's nothing wrong with it because for every person that drops off, 10 more come with that right branding, with that right copy, with that essence, you know? Yeah, correct. Mm -hmm. So I just see if there's any more questions or anything like that. No. So no one seems to have any questions. So that is, um, thank you for that for that guidebook. Thank you so much for that. And thank you for taking your time out uh, to share with us. And if anybody, where can people find you if they want to? Um, look me up on Facebook. I can send through the links to you if you want. Yeah. So what is just, your name? Just friend on? me. Or it's just Melissa Love. Okay, All cool. of my socials are Melissa Love. Ah, another clever little tip there, guys. Use so your I think it's <laughs> Melissa Love Creative or my page. That's my Instagram. Mm -hmm. But um, I think my business page is just Melissa Love. And so is my my um, personal profile. So you can connect on me on either of those. So, oh, And just, just, you know, for for me as well, because I want to know this, if you were going to do a branding session with somebody, what would that look like? So I know that you is it like an hour? Is it worth Yeah, have an hour week? branding clarity session, okay. which basically I don't sort of lock into anything. One thing I sort of said, you know, originally let's get your fonts, colors, but it may not be that. It just depends what comes up and what area you want to look at first. And we just try and get as much done as I can we can get through in an hour yeah because a lot of my clients um have got their colors they've got their fonts they've kind of done the you know the basic stuff and they're playing around so it's kind of i suppose you could be offering a deeper going into the deeper levels with that um if they're already yeah so ha maybe how they, they need to show up um that sort of stuff using cards mm -hmm. you know there's so many different ways that you can do it as i said it, it's personal depending on each person Mm. and I then you put something need. together as well so you put together graphics and in that like, hour I well, in that hour through, but that's what the whole point is like you, yeah so it gives yeah. you an idea of you might want to sit down with somebody and brainstorm going through in Canva what sort of images do you think will work let's get a, an idea of the feel mm -hmm. um, so you can sort of tailor that hour to however you're wanting it to look really whether it's the, the way, the feel that you want to get for your images um, to getting clear on what things should look like to how you show up. Do you like how your photos and stuff like you need that to show well. up? That sort of stuff. Yeah. Perfect. Love it. All righty. Well, I'm going to, we're going to let you go now. Thank you so yes, much. Beautiful. It's been amazing. Um, so grateful that we finally got around to doing this. It's been on the cards for a little while now. Uh, the cards, get it? Um, <laughs> um, have a beautiful, beautiful evening, everybody. And um, yeah, we will um, catch you later.
And that's a wrap for today. Thank you so much for joining the Release Your Blocks podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, I would love to hear from you. So please leave a review and tell me what your favorite takeaway from today was. There is so much more from where this came from. You can also find me at Holistic Energy Shifting on Facebook, where you can find more content, more coaching, and more guidance. Have a grand and glorious day, and I'll see you next time.